0: Two-drink cinema!
1: Jeez. Welcome to another episode of Two-Drink Cinema, two brothers reviewing movies, two drinks at a time. Hello, Brett. Hello, Lee. How are you? I'm good, Lee. Good, good. It's spring. Spring has sprung. Spring has sprung, uh, and we are good to go. Yeah, it's not quite summer. No, this summer or last summer. Or the summer two years from now. Or the summer two years ago. Yeah, I I've lost, yep. Yeah. There's a few summers. There's a few summers. In the movie I Know What You Did last summer, which we're going to review. And then on our totally invented Archie Q. De Niro scale. Yes, we will rank, rate, rank, rate discuss, ponder. Not a lot of pondering in this movie, <laughs> uh, <laughs> in or about I, this movie. Uh, the the thing I pondered most, actually, you asked before we even started recording, that you pondered about was why why'd they, they make, make two, two sequels. sequels? <laughs> there you go, right on, and, uh, Jinx under and the, the TV series. <laughs> Jinx under the rooftop? Jinx under the rooftop. That's the American way of doing Jinx it. Jinx under the rooftop means you can't talk under the rooftop. Well, you go outside, you this can podcast talk. is fucked then. Let's go outside. <laughs> so I'll just be sitting here <laughs> talking to myself. Um, we have a cocktail for the movie I Know What You Did last summer. Yes. Uh, as we do every week and that's because that's a big part of Two Drink Cinema. It is a very summery cocktail. I'm quite proud with this. It looks, looks very summery. It looks like, good. There I is could definitely sell this for 20 bucks. There's definitely the foam. Well, if you want a cocktail for 20 bucks made not by us, but no. we'll be there. We're going to have an yeah. event soon. Mm. So make sure you follow our socials at Two Drink Cinema. The Two Brothers Socials at The Two Brothers ENT and Rainbow Popcorn Socials yep, at socials. Rainbow Popcorn Pod. All the links are down there. Yep. Follow all of them because um, we have an event coming up soon that you would like to be a part of if you would like our cocktails or Which our company. Do. Well, I haven't tasted this yet, but look at it. Looks good. And cocktails, well, it's a bit washed out in the yeah, colours. Yeah, that's fine. You'll it's see it in. in real life. So it's called... Right. Yes, a last summer fizz. The quantities will be up on our socials and up on the so screen. It's got gin, yep, which we already had. this is all great. We pretty much already had everything. Excellent gin, lime cordial that I had to buy, lime juice, yes, chartreuse. Oh, yep, which we haven't used since the very beginning of the cocktail. Very green, um, and An egg white, egg white, and you top it up with soda water and a little garnish of mint, and I decided lime. For those that are looking at the picture on the YouTube or are checking it out on the socials, um, when you pay for it at our event, it won't have black and gold soda water. <laughs> nah, it'll, okay, it, it might have something more expensive. Uh, but and then if, you'll have to pay $22 instead of 20 Yeah, maybe. Anyway, this so is it. Let's give it a crack. Cheers. Cheers. Metal straws for the environment. Oh, you know what? You can yeah. really taste the Chartreuse. It's very summer cocktail alcoholic. It's good. It's good. Well cram, done. Cram the mint in there. Mix it up. Yeah, there's definitely lime and Chartreuse in there. Yeah, it good. actually doesn't have that much flavour. No. No, you know I mean, yeah, but it's good. It's good. Or instead of soda water. Some lemonade, but I think that makes it. I think that would make it too sweet. Yeah, that's true. I like it as it is now. Chuck some more lime because it's got the lime cordial is good with the soda water. You know what? How are you going to score that? Mm. Um, like a four and a half. Nah, four. It's a solid four for it's me. It's sunny outside. I think it's a four and a half. In a beer garden on a sunny day. It's a four and a half in a beer garden out of a mason jar. Yeah, inside it's a four. Yeah. Today it's sunny, so let's give it a four point two five. Okay. It's sunny, but we're inside. It's sunny and so we can see 4. the sun. 25. Um so yeah. All right, four point two five for the last summer fizz. Yeah, in terms of the. We couldn't do a sex on the beach, which was your other suggestion, because we don't have uh, a bonfire to zoom in on. Or a a slow pan away into the ocean. Yeah. Or a. Yeah, we couldn't be just behind a fire. Apparently, we can't see sex. Sex. I don't know. Well, I was reminded the other day with the American senses about how Paul Verhoeven. Paul Verhoeven for yeah. Starship Troopers said their American censors will let as much blood and gore on the screen as you can. Yeah. But you can't get a bare breast on. You can't get a boob. You can't get a Yabos Unless you're fatal attraction. And then Glenn well, Close's Troopers. He did. Oh but then that's why but it, it went meant to R It meant an R rating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas like um, what's his name, Busey literally gets his head blown off. That wasn't the thing that made it R rated. No. What is his name, Busey? Busey? No, he's Gary Busey's son, Jake Busey. Oh, right. Plays that guy that gets promoted in Starship Troopers. Yeah, Yeah, okay. Yeah. In terms of the general alcoholicness of the film, film, I know what you did last summer. Yep. He just gets drunk like a fuckwit. Can someone say alcoholic? Yeah. I'm like, oh, write that down, write that down. Yeah, yeah. Um, He gets very drunk, though, just swigging whiskey out of a bottle around a campfire on a beach. Very drunk. And he has the shot that was meant for Julie. So maybe Max Mm. made the little shot a bit stronger. True. Mm. Because he was was keen on Julie. I'm not saying any kind of non-consensual shots. Yeah. Um, I will say it was quite hard to watch this movie because Mm -hmm. of Scary Movie. Oh yeah yeah. And the a general comment. The guy in scary movie who plays the rip off of Ryan Felipe's character yes. in this. I was like I don't like him. He's going so over the top with his acting. But then now I'm like <laughs> since watching actual the actual movie. Yep. I'm like well he nailed it. Like but because Ryan Felipe goes way too far. But also Ryan Ryan Felipe has moments where he's actually good as well. Yeah. He's not the worst actor in it and Generally speaking, he's a good actor. Yeah. These four, actually, before we go on a little bit further, what should we rate the alcoholicness of the movie? I'm going to give it a two because he gets gets very very drunk. drunk. And it is his whiskey that causes Freddie Prince Jr. to frown his way into mowing someone down. Yeah, I agree with the two. It is story-related alcoholicness. I feel like he did a lot of drinking in the, the year that we skipped as well. And I think he's drinking when they go back to visit him. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because he drinks to deal with the fact that they may or may not have murdered someone or left someone to die or may not have. Yep. And whereas Jennifer Love Hewitt just doesn't Did sleep. Nothing. She didn't sleep for a year. They yeah. made her look terrible. And then they were like, rightfully says something up to them both. They both look like shit. I'm like, yeah, Sarah Michelle Gellar still looks all right. You look like shit, run over twice. Yeah, is what he says. Um, I think Sarah Michelle Geller's run over once, and Jennifer Love Hewitt's run over twice. <laughs> yes. The alcoholicness of this movie is a two, and the cocktail is four point two five. Yeah, so that's a good score. That's a good. Out of ten, run. the alcoholic score is six point two five. Maths. So good. I'm Speaking of not sleeping,
0: mm.
1: where. Jennifer Love Hewitt has not slept. Is the one bit of representation in the whole movie, the one scene that has a oh, black, yeah. the one scene that has a black roommate in it. Yeah, that's it. You're going home, and then drives her home. Even though I think that they're not from around the same area. No, because there's no black people in did South. Drive, she, so she went to Boston. Yep. So drove her all the way from Boston to North Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah. I don't know how far that is. It's on the coast, and Boston Let's is look. north coast. We got to fact check this things like this in movies from Boston to Southport North Carolina. It's it's a 12-hour drive. Americans just drive places. It's a 12-hour you know what she she could have got a $244 flight nonstop from to Charlotte North Carolina or actually probably more close to Wilmington because that's on the coast. Yeah, I think they said Wilmington at some point. Mm. I've got something to do with a town to mention later, actually. So do I. Yeah. No. Um, representation is a 0.25. It's a, yeah, it's almost nothing. Because she has three lines. One, you see her, and the other one is behind the frosted door of the shower block at the end. Yeah, it was very weird. Um, but yeah, it's a point two five. The representation's quite bad. It's a very white fishing village. Yes, no queers. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a... Yeah. Uh, You might be able to guess the score for this one. Did I cry? I'm going to go with a zero. A zero for crying. I've got no attachment to these characters whatsoever. They are beautiful, though. They're all right-looking. They're they're very good-looking people. You couldn't... In 1997, you couldn't have picked four better-looking young people in actors, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah i was like i looked up their ages right cuz you know yep. notorious they over age people yes and i saw a meme the other day that put the ages of all of the grease cast yeah. stockard chatting's like 35 playing yeah. a 17 year old um and cuz i also thought P- freddie prince junior looked a fair bit older than the rest of them yeah that could have been cuz he just frowned the whole time so i looked it up but he's not the oldest because no, he's I, not Anne Heshe's. <laughs> she doesn't count. Um, oh, pulling out. Pull one out. Oh, sorry, Anne, Anne Heshe. Sorry, Hesh? hash She came. I. I don't know what. I was tired when I watched it. She came on the screen. I was like, oh, she's dead. <laughs> sorry, Anne. Oh, sorry, Anne. Um, yes, because I was like, Jennifer, I love you I was like, Jennifer Love Hewitt looks well aged. You know yes. what I mean? A- appropriate age. Appropriate aged. age. Yeah. The- and then Freddie, I thought Freddie Junior looks about 28. Yeah. He was tw- he was uh, 21. <laughs> oh. So they're all around like 20. 20- oh, Ryan Felipe's the oldest. Yeah. So they're all 18 and to Johnny, 23. Johnny Galecki. Yeah. Of Big Bang fame. Yeah, it looks really weird with that glasses on. Yeah, he's good though. He's a good actor. It's a shame that he's spent 10 years of his life in a shit sitcom. He's, no, he spent three years of his life in a good one and kept going oh, for yeah, seven yeah. more. <laughs> um, and it's a shame he can't go back to Roseanne because Ooh, Roseanne's They not, tried that. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah so crying they're is a They're it? very good-looking people. Uh, the producers deliberately sought out good-looking people. Well, like they I said, we wanted good-looking people that people would identify with. They they are not relatable in the no, slightest. They're not. Melissa Joan Hart was offered a role. Yes, she turned it down because she thought it was going to be a rip off of Scream. Even though a rip off, Scream is like a meta satire, rip off of slashers anyway. Mm. Um, this was like Sarah Michelle Gellar was in Buffy at this time. Yeah, and Jennifer Love Hewitt had just Party come of off Party of Five. Right. Um, so they were big names. Mm. And Ryan Felipe was a big name. This is the four of them at their peak, I reckon. Yep. And. Oh, uh, Ryan Felipe kept going. Cruel yeah. Intentions is peak. Ryan Felipe kept going. Clearly, uh, Scooby Doo 2 was Freddie Prince Jr.'s peak. <laughs> it was it 2? I don't know. Probably. Um, oh. Maybe Scooby Doo 1 was the peak because that was the year that he also married Michelle Geller. Sarah Michelle, Sarah Gellar. Michelle yeah. Gellar, whatever. I'm just, well, Reese Witherspoon was also. They're things. all three names. I'm, it's going to take forever to record this episode if we say these yeah. three names every time. Reese Witherspoon auditioned for a role. Oh yeah, yeah, and then she's like, "Nah," but hey, Ryan, do you want do you want a role in this thing? I thought you'd be good in it. Like, <laughs> oh really? Because they were dating at the time. Oh okay, I think yeah yeah, and um. This is she when... was like, "I don't think I want this movie." But hey, Ryan, you need work. Do you want? Like, <laughs> is that how the conversation went down? Well, they wanted like a proper, like, big football guy to play. Yeah. and they, they were like six foot two, you know, American football quarterback. But Ryan Philippe uh, uh, impressed them enough that they gave it to him, even though he's not six foot two. He does look like a jock, though. He's very jockish. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if quarterbacks are generally always big. They just have to be able to throw far. Well, they're usually tall, I think. So they can throw over so people. So they can see over, you know, all, all the other people. Yeah, and throw high. I don't know. I, I don't really watch the football. Or know much about it other than they... The quarterback throws and the there's tight ends. And people run and there's tight ends and wide receivers. Yes. Remember that. <laughs> the The porn parody of... Uh, I know what you did last summer where Ryan Felipe plays a wide receiver and he really does get a hook in him. Oh, God. Um, Anyway, I didn't cry. Uh, And that leads us well well into our horniness. Archie, the H in Archie Q De Niro stands for horniness. I didn't realise her breasts were so ample, Freddie Prince Jr. says about Sarah Michelle Gellar. And then we see how big Jennifer Love Hewitt's tits are. Mm. And I'm like what are you looking at Sarah Michelle's for? Yeah, because... Well, because he won't let her touch him. Oh, that's true. Well, he's probably not touching Sarah's either. But he does know... They barely bloody talk to each other in this movie. No, that's true. Um, When I said to watch it, I said to Shane, do you want to watch... Which do you want to watch first? Because I was watching two movies. This or the other one. And he goes, oh, let's watch Tits McGee. And I was like, which one is that? And he was like, isn't Jennifer Love Hewitt the one with the big tits? Yes, yes apparently she is. she is. Well, they even make fun I of he that. was talking about Anchorman. They even make fun of that in um, Scary Movie. The girl that plays Sarah Michelle, wait, she's Anna Faris Sarah Sarah Mi- plays Sarah Michelle. No, Bella Anna Shuler. Faris plays a combination in Scary Movie One. Anna Faris plays a combination of Jennifer Love Hewitt mm-hmm. and the main one from Scream. Nev Campbell, I think so. Yeah. Cindy, Cindy, Sydney, Sydney. Yeah. Sydney's the main one from Scream. Yeah. Anna Ferris plays Cindy. Yes. Yeah. And then Shannon Elizabeth, I think, plays and Michelle Geller. Okay. Right. And cuz she does the pageant thing. Jennifer Love Hewitt and Nev Campbell were sisters in Party 5, too. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um and then so she does the pageant thing, so she's that. And okay. she, and they joke about that, She's like, um <laughs> Cindy. Anna goes, yeah, and they'd probably get somebody like Jennifer Love, huge tits, to play me.
0: <laughs> oh, um, and they
1: did. She has got huge tits. Impact. So I didn't realise... Horny it, teens. Horny teens. When um, Ryan Felipe wants to drive home, mm. the way that Sarah Michelle Gellar convinces him not to is she says, sit in the back, I'll let you do things to me. Yeah, <laughs> and then he does not and then he puts on music and gets out and the sunroof. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, okay. And uh, Freddie Prince Jr. and Jennifer Love Hewitt lose their virginity on the beach yeah. next to the fire, so we don't have to see any Yabos. Yeah, you don't see it, but then we know they did it because later on, while he's driving, she looked at him all like, oh. Well, no, because they walk out of the dunes together with yeah. a half smile. Like, oh, we did it. I've got sand in my vagina. And then she doesn't have sex for a year. You wouldn't want your first time to be on the beach. No. I didn't even have a tail. You wouldn't want any time to be on the beach. That's just messy. Yeah, only sex on the beach cocktail is good. Mm. We'll have that in the future. Sex on the beach cocktail. Then she doesn't have sex for a year because she doesn't sleep either. Mm-hmm. Um, and Freddie Prince Jr. lives on a boat. So, <laughs> and th- but then, when she at the end is all guilt-free for some reason. She rings Ray and they, like, plan their sex romp for the summer. Yeah. Like, you, you can, can ravage, ravage me in two weeks. You found a quote for it, too. What? Well, yeah. Do you remember where that's from? So, it was, like, Sarah Michelle Gellar, I think. Yes. Or one of the girls. Was, like, in the future, this is what will happen. You. Oh, it was Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah. I'll go to... New York and be this and become that. I'll be and on then, my third season of this TV show. Yeah, and you'll be quarterback for the Steelers and then we'll have a house and then I'll let you impregnate me. Yeah. It's and like, then she's wow. like, and then you'll get out of rehab. Yeah, I was like, oh, geez. So it's... This, the scenes that are horny are very horny, I think. But it's only like pre-murder. Yeah. I reckon it's... All the drinking and the horniness is pre-murder. One and a half. One and a half? Yeah. Okay, I was going to say a two. Because it's not for much of the movie, and it doesn't really have an impact on the story. Or does it? Because, like they said, they were talking about the story, right? The, mm. the fake oh, horror story. okay. And it's all just a warning about having premarital sex. Premarital and sex. And then they have the sex on the beach. And... And then they kill someone. And Kevin Williamson, who wrote Scream... Mm. It's all about that rule you don't have sex in a horror movie because then you get killed. Yeah. And what happened? Someone else died. Johnny Galecki, who was clearly a virgin, died. Yeah. Yeah, that's against the rules. Mm. Of his own rules. Of his own rules. Kevin Williamson, yes, wrote this and then they were like... Oh, no, he wrote Scream. He wrote this before Scream. Yeah. And then they made Scream and Scream was good. So they're like, fuck, let's get this other one out. And they, cl- they rushed it, and they clearly rushed they it. They clearly rushed it. I, it's interesting that he could sell Scream, but not this. Is Scream much better? Yeah. Okay. It's meta. Um, And I think hmm. the meta-ness helped it. Right. Because it's more than just a slasher. Yeah, this because is just a slasher. Slashers in the 90s, 70s and 80s slashes were a thing. Yeah. But in the 90s, they weren't so much. So yeah. if you're trying to pitch a slasher, it's hard because no one watches slasher anymore. So it's, it's like how in Halloween, you know, they watch an old horror movie in a horror movie. And then in Scream, they would have watched Halloween. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so the layers of Scream were something different that made it easier to sell. Yeah. And then it was good. Williamson was good. So they made I Know What You Did Last Summer, which is much shitter than Scream, mm-hmm. and Two and Three are much shitter than one. Yeah. They and the T V series, th- I watched four episodes and then we keep forgetting that it exists. The um they rushed the production so much nobody have had time to go to Ryan Felipe and go, Hey MMA, just calm down for a second. Yeah. You don't have to yell everything. And they obviously didn't have a continuity person because she had her yep. hair back in the parade. Uh, they didn't have much of it They didn't uh, They didn't have the opportunity to look and see If there was a cameraman visible in the mirror Oh I didn't notice that Oh dear I can't remember where I think in the shop The weird shop That has a lot of creepy mannequins And a lot of doors And a lot of shit I don't know what they sell No, Neither do I They're obviously a Something department related store. to fish I assume makeup because that's what. Um, what's Sarah her name? Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah, but what's her name? Sarah's name? They Not have Julie. really, they have really shit names. Julie, Barry, Ray, Helen, Helen. Yeah, they have really like old shit names? names. Helen Shivers, Ray Bronson, Julie James, Julie Jones. She's like a super Barry Williams. Yeah, boring names. Max, what's Max's name? Uh, Max's name is, um, um well, Ma- just Max. Oh, Max. Brian Cox is Barry Cox. Oh yeah, is his name. Um. That shop is weird. Shop is weird, and that Sh- that shop is the scene of the location of two of my big issues with the film that sums up the whole my whole issue with the film is that it's very obvious mm and in reading up on it the director and writer were like we just want to make a slasher film and we just want to make a slasher film with pretty people that might get killed yes and one of the things that they said was we kind of want we think people will be like oh i've seen this before but we want, and that's okay, but we're going to make them jump anyway. But I didn't jump. There's only one point where I could have jumped. Which one? The bit where the fisherman is pretending to be a mannequin. Yeah. Because he somehow has time to slowly walk and catch up with her, which is another whole issue about horror movies, and then get in there and without her hearing it, Put a sheet on him. Move the other mannequin. Move the other mannequin. Put a sheet on him. And take a and strike a pose. Yeah. Madonna style. And just stand there and then go... Pool. No, but the thing is, in that one, when the sister goes to lock the back door... Elsa's a shit name. Sorry, yes. Frozen fans. Yeah. When she goes to lock the other door, we see and hear the door clunk. So there's no suspense as to whether he's in the shop. We know he's in the shop because we yeah. just saw the door close. Yeah. She locks it. Then... She turns around and then she goes and we see the mannequin move and then the mannequin jumps. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. well, like, where's the no suspense. No. But also no blood. The bloodiest thing in the whole movie is Ryan Felipe when he's in top of the car. Yes. And that's not even his blood. The other issue I had, you don't see people die. No. You don't see Ryan Felipe die. And you don't see Sarah Michelle Geller die. The grossest thing is when he carries the shit sister with the hook. Yeah, that was no. That, that was hilarious. I but, found that hilarious. He was just like, "Yep, taking this home." Like, Ugh. <laughs> yeah. So you don't. Oh, oh the see... crabs, the 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 body and the crabs. Oh yeah, we're a bit yuck. Really, it's gonna be Ryan Felipe that has crabs, not Max. Mm. Well, I don't know. Do you get crabs when you have sex on the beach? Depends. No. Um, <laughs> no. The, the obviousness of everything was too much yep. and meant that there was no suspense. Yep. But then there wasn't enough gore mm. for you to be grossed out. I could see it. Yeah, exactly. Like one of the things of Scream is that there's blood. Mm. Like mm. Drew Barrymore runs around bloodied at the yeah. start of the yeah. movie. Yeah, like they stab her and her... Breast implant, come here, now. Yeah. Scary movie. Scary movie. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Moving on to insults. Yeah. We've given uh, the horny score. We just insulted the movie. Mm-hmm. Now, how insulting is How the insulting movie? is the movie? Insulting to my brain power? Insulting to my time, because I wasted it. Um, You go a couple first. Somebody Cause calls... Yours happened the happened sister before calls mine. a dwit with a wit. Which I thought was quite witty. What's a dwit? Like a twit. A dwit. Maybe a she d-wit. says twit. Maybe she does say "twit." <laughs> I thought "twit," a "twit Tweet with a, a wit." "Twit with a wit." Maybe it is "twit." Yeah, I heard "twit." My so work on your diction, Sarah. If you work anymore, or was that Elsa that said "twit with a wit"? I mean, Two it was. Mich- Sarah Michelle, whatever. Yeah, well, Brigitte Wilson. I don't think you work anymore. Does Freddie Prince Jr. work anymore? Um, no, he's still um cashing in on um, Scooby-Doo Scooby-Doo money. Sarah Michelle Gellar still works, although she shouldn't have to. She's cash cashing in on the I'm going to look Buffy up Freddie. Money. yeah. I'm going to look up Freddie Prince Jr. And I'm looking up Sarah Michelle Gellar. He was in Clerks 3. She won an Emmy award. Oh, and i for Buffy. I skimmed that and I thought she won an Emmy in 1977 and that's not right. She was born in 1977. Oh, he does voices in Robot Chicken. Oh. Mm. Which you probably met, and then you probably met Seth Green on the set of Buffy. There you go. And he, um, he was in the new Punky Brewster that went for one season. Oh, he has not done a lot. Voices in Star Wars things, by the looks of it. Oh, As Star Sarah Wars Michelle, number two, Stormtrooper number two. Um, Sarah Michelle Gellar is in Clark's three, and she was the voice in Masters of the Universe Revelation. She played herself. Oh, she was voices in Robot Chicken. Um, and she's in Do Revenge, which has just come out. He had his own show, Freddie. Freddie Freddy. Prince Jr. Freddie Prince Jr. had a show called Freddie. It was like that one we watched the other week, the Robert Cummings show, that I'm not sure Robert Cummings was in every episode of. Yes. <laughs> and he had a crossover episode with the George Lopez show. So, mm. Speaking of having your own show, have you heard of the Andy Griffith show? Yeah, with what's-his-face in it? Is Andy the, Griffiths. The, 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 they have that thing. And Ron Howard. Yeah. Andy Griffiths plays a sheriff. A dumb a, one, yeah? But a town called Mayberry in North Carolina. Oh. Sarah Michelle Gellar calls the cop a shitstick Mayberry-ass reject. Oh, that's random. meta. It's meta. Is it a big thing in North Carolina? They don't have many shows that are set in no. North Carolina. So the, Kevin Williamson's like... I just wrote a whole fucking meta movie in Scream. <laughs> Can I get one meta line in here? And that's it. Mayberry. So he was so shit of a cop that he was rejected by the one sheriff town of Mayberry. Yeah. And then obviously, we mentioned it before, but um, you sh- you two should look in the mirror. You look like shit ran over twice. Yeah. And Max tries to offend Barry. By saying, I'll take out your college quarterback ass. Mar- like also, the, You know the worst bit of acting? Actually, I'll give Freddie Prince Jr. a break because I think the writing didn't help. You know, they just hit the bloke. Yeah. Which also made me laugh. Scary movie again. Okay. So when they in the bit where they're driving and they hit the guy. Yes. Somebody goes over and there's a boot. And she picks up the boot. And she says, we hit a boot. <laughs> so I cracked up laughing when she picked up the boot and I yelled, We hit a boot at the TV. But she didn't say that. Um, and then Max comes mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, he's like, Oh, any problems here? How can and I then, help you, Max? Yeah, Freddie Prince Jr. books and I go, How can I help you, Max? And he goes, You can wipe that my shit don't stink grin off your face. And then he goes, Okay. Okay. Thank you, thank Max. you. And then Max still just drives off. You got the rich boy down, Pat. I feel like there were layers to these characters that we didn't get. When it's when Freddie Prince Jr. was saying like, "I don't have the money and the family you do," are we just like, "Oh, he's poor because he's, oh, he's the, poor. He's the least white of all of them." Well, is moving, that what we were going with? Moving that? on to Enclosure, they all live in big houses, and Ray lives on a boat. Yeah. So, right, yeah, but I think there's layers to these character characters that we don't get. It's vaguely mentioned that she wants to become an actress. It's vaguely like... mentioned she wants to be a lawyer. Yeah, Actually, th- those three have clear paths. And Ray's like, oh, he's a bit poor and he's going to New York. And I'm not sure what for. I don't know what for. To find a... Could be a model. I don't know. To find a shaved head philosophy student, according to Jennifer Love Hewitt. It's all a bit weird. You know yeah. what? I feel like they wrote they wrote the opening yep. until they killed the guy. Yeah. Then they wrote the this person will die here, this person will die here. She'll work out what's really happening here very quickly and not quite explain it. And then But also not very we'll quickly, f- I'll we'll, get back to that. We'll fill in the rest with shit. Yeah. It's like, oh, so if we put this bit and this bit and this bit and this bit together, how long have we got? An hour. I might find half an hour of other shit to fill it in. All right, let's have Ray and Barry fight for a bit. Let's have that. Let's have Anne Heche gutter fish. Let's have Max killed for no reason, other than to, to throw the viewer off the scent that it's him. Yeah, but I think it would be more off the scent if he wasn't killed. Because we would still be thinking it could be him. It could still be him. But are we meant to think that it's Ray? But I don't think it's deep enough. There's not any depth to Ray's acting or his story. Also, why is Jennifer Love Hewitt shocked when the girl who died in the car crash, Susie or whatever her name was, Mm. her dad was a fisherman? Every man in that town is a fisherman. Well, also... Also, why are they shocked that there are people walking around town in slickers? But would you wear that to the parade? No. But also, they say themselves, everybody has a slicker. Everybody has a slicker. You've got a slicker. I'm like, yeah, I'm a fucking fisherman because I have a job in a fishing town. But also, every second bloke is a fisherman in this town, and every second bloke has a slicker, and they're scared of every one of them. They like slicker isn't the determining factor here. Yeah, it's not. What it's yeah. It's not what he wears. <laughs> it's the fact that he's killing you. That's the difference. But also, you're right. It's the 4th of July parade. Yep. Yeah. Your slicker's not your Sunday best. <laughs> and also, they're scared of every guy in a slicker. Yep. Yeah. Right? Then, um, Jennifer Hewitt at the end is running away from Freddie Prince Jr. Yes. Then random guy He's not wearing a slicker so Isn't wearing a slicker him. so he must be fine. Yeah. Go run into my boat. Okay random fisherman I'll yeah. run into your boat. But then as soon as she sees a hat that a every f- fisherman in the town has yeah. it must be him. Are you a fucking idiot? Horror bitches are dumb. Oh. That's it. Horror bitches are <sighs> dumb. This is why I don't like slasher movies people. Well, and this is why one good I'm thing we said intellig- I'm too intelligent. I'm such year, a movie snob they no, are too intelligent. One of the things we said last year about Halloween is that Jamie Lee Curtis is actually reasonably intelligent in the film. Yeah. And every other horror bitch isn't, including Pre Law yeah. Jennifer Love Hewitt. She's going to fucking Harvard. She's good at Harvard. Look, she's good at looking things up to do research. Yeah. She's good at googling. She's good at before googling. She's, she's good, good at, at asking Jeeves. <laughs> she's good at yahoo.com. <clears throat> But that's about it. Anyway, we haven't actually scored it on insults. Oh, okay. I skipped on to enclosure. Now, one more thing I gotta say about the slickers, right? <laughs> every man in the town wears a slicker. Yep. They're scared of every man in the town. Yep. Until they see his face. But they make a yeah. big point of not having seen his face. Yeah, like um <sighs> like if Barry I was gets the, hit by a car. If I was the killer, yeah. right? Yeah. You haven't seen my face because I'm wearing a slicker. Yeah. You wear a slicker. And turn around, see your face. They go, "Well, it can't be him." Why? Well, because yeah. you haven't seen the killer's face. There's a guy in a slicker. There's fourteen guys in a slicker at the at parade. parade for some reason. One of them is looks weird. So yeah. then, um, Ryan Felipe runs after him, tackles him to the ground, and the guy turns around, and is like, oh, it's not him." Yeah. What? How do you know it's not him? I don't know because, because he said himself he didn't see his face. But also, he's that guy. I reckon is literally having a heart attack. I reckon Ryan Felipe left him there to die again. Yeah, well, he That's tackled He test. tackled like a quarterback, softy. Yeah, they don't tackle. Quarterbacks don't are soft. Are they? Yeah, because they, they've they got literally the tight ends and the defensive ends the around them being like, no, no, don't hit him. That's what they do. So they snap the ball, right? You just then said the quarter... like 10 minutes ago you didn't know anything about football. I have watched Blindside. They snapped the ball and then... Watch Blue Mountain State. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then the quarterback's meant to throw it or give it to somebody yep. else to run, or the quarterback slightly deflates the ball yeah. and then throws it. If you Tom Brady, there's allegedly, like four people or three people, whose job it is to stop people tackling tackling the oh okay. quarterback or sacking him, and then who's the one that does those stupid big flips like in Starship Troopers? The are they the running future, backs? The future they're receivers. What's that one called? Their bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> um, insults. Anyway, your I'm college quarterback ass. I'm going to give it a two for insults. I'm also going to give it a two.
0: Enclosure, um, they big a three. houses. It's
1: a three, except for Ray that lives on a boat and she spends time, but she doesn't sleep in the dorm room. The big, yeah, big houses. Yeah, definitely suburban fishing town village houses. Yeah, Ryan's Philly-based house is the biggest. Even Anne Hacia's house is the is the biggest. Oh yeah, and she has outbuildings. Oh, well, actually, no. Ryan Philly-based house is pretty big. Yeah, but she has outbuildings. I come from money. <laughs> Three, quotability. Did we need to see a close up of a of a turkey hanging? Yeah. Did we need it that? Wasn't even Thanksgiving. That's why I'm like, is it is, is it like oh. 4th of July is over. Let's get ready for Thanksgiving. This this turkey needs to hang for three months. Col- Coles is already selling. 5th <laughs> of July, Coles is selling turkeys. Um, we, we were just meant to think she was creepy. Even yeah, though they that's that. the only thing. There's no, no way, I think, to cheese the killer. They were trying to set... This is what I thought they were getting at. The way they shot some things, they were trying to make it look like multiple people could be the killer. Yeah, but then they killed Max. Max, Anne Haish, the sister. Ray. Ray. I didn't think the sister was going to be the killer. Well, no, because at one point there was this weird shot when Jennifer Love Hewitt and Sarah Michelle Gellar were talking at work. Oh, and she Quite openly listening. about when they killed someone. Yeah, yeah. She was like, ooh, I'm listening because I know what you did last summer. Yeah. But then nothing happened and she was a bitch. I actually think clearly the killer was that guy from the frat at Harvard that hosted the pool party. Same handwriting. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> How dumb was that, though? Yeah. <gasps> oh, it's a frat party. I'm guilt-free totally for that. I'm no guilt-free reason. now. I'm going to get to that when we get closer to the end of the film. Gosh. Quotability, the, when she stands in the middle of the street and yells, what are you waiting for? That's something I've heard before. You know where I've heard it? Scary movie. Scary movie. Yeah. What are you waiting for? And then she gets hit by a bus. She always gets hit by a bus, Chandelier. Yeah, it's a a thing. It's a thing. It's hilarious. Um, I really wanted to watch Scary Movie after this. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? What are you. (laughs) Anyway, one of my favorite lines from that franchise is in Scary Movie 2, and I shouldn't say it. Um, Is it about the guy with the hand? No, it's about the driving. I'll say it off air. (laughs) Um, There's two by the same character. What's her name? The friend, the black friend. Is it the bit where she's driving? No, no. And she's singing along and then the radio's like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) No, I have two favourite lines from Scary Movie 2. The black friend is a kindergarten teacher. Yeah, in Scary Movie 3. Oh, is it 3? Yeah, 3. And she's going on about how good she is as a teacher and nice and kids. And then the one of the kids, then she goes, "Who the fuck threw that?" And then the and other then one, the other one is, I can it say also it's, it's not racist because Cindy, the TV's leaking. Like yeah. No, she says, "I just have this strange feeling that something's bad gonna happen, like when you see an Asian person behind <laughs> the wheel of a car." <laughs> I didn't say it, and I don't agree with it, but it's funny in the it's film. Funny. <laughs> Um, enclosures of three. Quotability is a 0. 0.5. <laughs> for what are you waiting for? Yeah. All right. Um. um my quotability is as a zero. Yeah. Okay. Because no. No. Okay. Uh, so the um, D of De Niro. Does quotability count if? Uh, I want to sing in a swimsuit at some point, badly. If you want to swing... Sing Sing. in a swimsuit. Yeah, that was cringe. She did not have to sit on the stage and watch that. She didn't want to, and she made that very clear. (laughs) She could not hide her facial expressions at that moment.
0: Remember my name?
1: Yeah. It was actually pretty funny. It was terrible. Uh, She didn't win. Spoiler Uh, alert, she didn't win that year. No one won. They had to call it off, because, of it off her because breakdown. She was running. Why did everybody need to stop her? Just let the yeah, bitch run. No, let yeah if if she wants to go, let her go. Also, again, shit, police. Yeah, and I also I couldn't work out if this town is big or small because people seemed to know people, but then the cop didn't know her. Yeah, and, and didn't know Barry. You'd know Barry. Barry's going to be the star the, quarterback. No, Barry's the high school quarterback, yeah. which in America everybody knows, the high school quarterback. Everybody knows Finn As, in, Glee, in Glee. Yeah, especially if they then go on to be a college quarterback. Mm. You would know them in American cinema. Mm, you would, because that's the peak of their life. But he is a shitstick Mayberry reject cop. Mm, so obviously true. he is new f- from the Andy Griffiths show. Sarah Michelle Geller is good at being a bitch. Yes. But also being like uh, like well, likable. That's why they cast her.
0: Yeah. One okay. of the quotes yeah. from
1: the producers was like, We wanted someone beautiful with a warmth to her who can also be a bitch. Whereas if it, I don't think Melissa Joan Hart could have been a bitch. Well and originally Jennifer then Love Subra- Hewitt. Was offered, would have taken a ten. <laughs> yeah. Uh Jennifer Love Hewitt was offered Helen. Mm. But I don't think Tits no, McGee could no. have been as bitchy, no. She's too innocent. She's too scared the whole time. Mm. She's weak. Well, she might have done it. It's a different character, but I can't. I can see that it work. I think it would have. It does work. Work better this way. All right, we've that done Archie English. and we've done Q. Now we're into De Niro, and the D stands for drink. Oh, speaking of drink, it's a good one. The cocktails going down a treat. It's very summary. Apologies. To everyone that can hear our metal straws clinking on the glass, but we don't want to kill any turtles on this podcast. Mm-mm. Okay? That's on our other podcast. With a hook? No, not hook? even with a fish hook. Hook, line and sinker or? Fish hook? Yep. Not not the best. I get they're a fisherman, right? Whatever. Yep. Not the greatest weapon. I have an issue with the foley man. The foley man. The one that makes the sound effects. Oh, the, you know, Foley, the where you make metal the, on metal? the real things in yeah. a little recording booth. Yeah, that's what Foley is. Okay. Um, the hook, when it goes into someone, has too much of a thud, and not enough of a stabby sound. Because if you could, you'd have to like, really, you'd go uppercut, or you'd have to go down. And slice them from an angle you couldn't go into you can't someone's just heart slash them like a knife you have to go up under the rib cage yeah. or up the it, or up the chin yeah you have to uppercut but that's very high yeah and I don't have the strength in my elbow no he might from hook and fish all day well that's what he does so he probably has been a has bad the skills had been a bad season also if you were there and you had been away for your whole year Mm. You come back. Do you want fish? I'm like, I, I'm sick of fish, bitch. I don't want fish for dinner. Come on, mum. Well, no, I would because I in Boston is fish a thing. Yes, it is. Yeah, like cod, like Cape Cod. Yeah, okay. they eat fish. Yeah. or they're more clams. Massachusetts. Or they cohog clams. Massachusetts does have a coast. Yeah, that's not. Lots of places have coasts. <laughs> yeah. Drink. Um, Sarah Michelle Gellar, when she comes home and her terrible dad ignores her, um, and also ignores her when she squeals the house down and smashes the yeah, mirror. Yeah, and just the randomly, random guy in it, the fisherman just walks in. Yeah. Um, she drinks a Diet Coke. Oh, okay. There you go. Two points. Two points. Well done. That's your highest score so far. Um, the... <laughs> That bit where she smashed the mirror, <clears throat> that was terrible. She smashed the mirror, then it edited again, and she punched it again, but it wasn't smashed. Oh. Yeah. I didn't notice What's that. they right on it? Whore? Soon. They write? Soon. Not whore. Whore is from, probably from Scary Movie? <laughs> I don't know. It's from something. Oh. Uh, yeah, no, whore's in something. Hall. Um, Very good handwriting with all manner of implements. How do, he I, writes as well oh. with a Sharpie. As he does with a lipstick. Yep. As he does with his finger on fogged glass. Yeah. No run even. Yeah. Like, when you write with condensation, it's water and the thing runs, but not if you're the fisherman. You write, I know, or I still know. Yes. Setting up a sequel. Yep. That would fog over again. In the yeah. amount of time, yeah. Anyway, because there's a fuckload of steam in there. There's a fuckload of steam. put one shower on and turn that much, whole thing into a Russian bathhouse. There's as much steam house. in that as there is in the end of um, Fatal Attraction. Oh yeah, It's a lot of hot water going on. That was on. steamy. There's as much steam in that as in that Russian bathhouse in John Wick, mm. where he kills all the people. There's enough. There's more steam in that than there is in Steamboat Willie. <laughs> It's oh, the only thing I could dear. think about with steam, steamy. It's a not even a steamy romance between Freddie Prince Junior and Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh, because he gets his rocks off and then dumps her. No, she dumps him. Yeah, they did commit manslaughter, but they didn't. We're all going to get for to. this. Endurance is the E first E in De Niro. There's only one E in De Niro. It's the second E yeah. in Archie Q De Niro. Yes. Endurance. No special effects issues. That I noticed. No, because there's nothing... It's fairly real. Special effects aren't special. They're not particularly 90s dressed, I think. No. Other than the singlet and jeans that Ryan Filippo wears for a lot of it. Yeah, that's very marky mark. And dog tags. I don't know. Why do we need dog tags? Do people still wear dog tags now in the America? I don't know. Unless you've been in the army. I don't know. And he hasn't been in the army. He's been a college quarterback ass. He's been doing nothing. For a year. Been doing cheerleaders. Um Do you think yeah. they did that on purpose, though they made it very like a bit neutral so it might not age well enough, or they just rushed it and didn't have time to make a costume department? Yeah, I don't think they made costumes. I, I think they just, they just said like um call on the call sheets like Jennifer, you have to be here at two PM. Bring whatever clothes you've got in your wardrobe. Yeah. And Bring bro- your party of five. Outfits. Bring your party of five outfits, but we'll alter them so there's a little bit more cleavage. Because yeah. she wasn't playing a little girl anymore. Ugh. Endurance. She was annoying. Mm. Oh, it still stands up. Really? Okay. Yeah. Other than the representation we've already talked about, endurance-wise, Google still... Well, searching things on the internet is very much still a thing. Her Her, um, her, her laptop looked old. Yeah, it reminded me of the laptops I had in high school. I almost want to say a three. I'm going to say a 3.5. Yeah, because the the overall how the movie is made and everything stands up. The thing that's bad about the movie isn't about how the movie looks. It's the story's average and the acting's terrible. Yeah, but that's not an endurance thing. You no. can make an ordinary story now. They've made up for the they made up for the representation by replacing Ryan Felipe um, with a Wayans brother. Yeah, no, they replaced uh, Ryan Felipe and Sarah Michelle <coughs> Geller because they're dead. Um, with let me just look it up. Well, it's going to take ages because I've got to type so many words. Why don't you just go? You no, because I want to say who it was. Because they replaced them with two black people. One of them is Brandy. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's Jennifer Love Hewitt, Freddie Prince Jr., Brandy, and Makey Pfeiffer. Mackay Pfeiffer. Mackay Pfeiffer, that's it. From ER. Oh, well, there you go. And There's a And Bill Cobbs. Sorry, go. I said your name wrong, Mackay. Who's in 8 Mile. That is referenced in Scary Movie 3. There you go. oh okay it's all very random it was one of his earliest films mm. i still know what you did last summer anyway that's how they corrected course in terms of representation he's uh, best known for ER. endurance yeah. i'm actually going to give it a four okay because it's not a good movie but it still works yeah it still looks fine um and unfortunately, they're still casting movies with four white leads, so it could still be made in 2022. Yeah. But exactly. But going back again, nostalgia. Nah. I remember The Fishing Village, and I remember The Guy With The Hook. I have more nostalgia, as people may have guessed throughout this episode, for Scary Movie yeah. than this. yeah. I remember seeing Scary Movie in the cinema, which I might have been too young for, Dad. As much as I'm not okay with the Wayans for producing Damon Wayans Jr., who was in that show, we don't like. I know we, we did like We him. do like him. We it. do like him. He's my favourite Wayans, the junior. <laughs> right. Scary Movie's good. Their, their piss-take films are good. One's the best, then three, then two, then four, then five. All right they going to do a six? There you go. I hope not. Yeah, no. Move but on. if they do... I did have a mate in high school who was very into slasher films. Oh, really? Very into Scream. He was into slasher films, but he was also very into Scream because he thought it made him look like a movie intelligent person. Because Scream was very meta, okay. and his being into it was him being movie cool. I hope he's not listening. He's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, my nostalgia for this isn't from watching it. It's from him being into it. Okay. Um, I'm going to give my nostalgia a 0. 0.5. I'm going to give my nostalgia a 1. Okay. Because I'm also nostalgic a bit for that time. There was no matte paintings, though. No matte paintings. Uh, and no credits before the movie. I but did th- like the opening shot going over the coast. Yeah, that was well done. But They the didn't f- even have drones in 1997, either. The font... Was shit. Like the credit, the font they used for the credits. I don't remember. Was, was it just boring? It was like word art. Oh, it was just like white with bold. Oh yeah yeah yeah. i like you like I like use for our reels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we're not on a fourteen million dollar budget. No, or whatever that's this true. Was on. Um, we didn't have the money from Mandalay Productions. No, and their little opener of the things in the tiger. Reminded me of that scene in Family Guy. Yeah. Where hey, Family and, Guy reference. Peter and Brian go to the cinema. Yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, Peter's like, oh, I can't tell what's the start of the movie and what's the mm. um, production things. Yeah. And then there's one that's like man with wounded shoulder productions. <laughs> he's like, oh, come on. <laughs> um, I've got the link for that. We can share it on our socials. Um, so... What was that in reference to? Nostalgia. Nostalgia. Two. You've given it... A, oh, okay. You've just upped it. Yeah, two. Why not? Okay. Impact, two sequels that were shit. TV series that I lost interest in halfway through. I mean, scary movie. If I was a boomer, I would mm. say I would criticize the TV series for being woke. Oh, okay. There's twin girls and like everyone in the town is bisexual. Yep. And there's different races, and one of the twins has an OnlyFans. Yep. But they don't say OnlyFans. All right. They call it something else. And I would... It's a thing that boomers do. When something is shit, they say it's shit because of its wokeness, not because of the reason it was shit. Not because it's shit. Like, people when So, the new Queerist Folk got cancelled after one season. Yeah. They were like... People were saying it got cancelled because the network's doesn't doesn't want this diversity mm. like no it got cancer because it was kind of shit because there was not a single character in the movie other than that boy's mum that was likable yeah the only two people i liked in the four episodes i watched were the drag mother and yep. that and that kid's actual mother yeah juliet juliet lewis juliet lewis yeah, Juliet Lewis and the drag mother were the only likable people. Yeah, and they're not—they're minor characters. Even the guy in the wheelchair, asshole. Yeah, but and they boomers did it for the grand final halftime entertainment, right? It was terrible because the sound was off and they couldn't yes. hear themselves and they were singing out of tune. But mm. then boomers were like, "Oh, it's terrible because it was the non-binary drummer and the indigenous singers." Like, mm. no, no. That non-binary drummer is super talented. And, and they were the best bit those, those Indigenous singers were Christine Arnoux. Yeah. She's good. Yeah. Like, it's just that that performance wasn't good for other reasons. Anyway, Impact. any boomers listening, pull your head in. Impact, it gave us Scary Movie, which then gave us four more movies. Yes. Um, there was, it's, Family uh, Guy. There's Simpsons. Yes, of course. Um, of a treehouse... Of horror. of horror. Yep. And it's called, I Know What You Diddly Did. Oh, yeah, I remember and that one. he's, a, he's, a, he's got a slicker. on Ned Flanders has a slicker, which and must I'm, mean he's a killer until yeah. you see his face, and then maybe it's not him. Yeah. This is credited, along with Scream, of bringing back the popularity of the slasher genre as well. What other slashers were in the 90s? Like it, if scream it go it, scream happened, then they went. Oh, scream was good. We'll do. I know what he did last summer. But then, other than the sequels to those two movies, that's true. Actually, Saw? I can't think of any. Oh, okay. Um, apparently, the cabin in the woods slasher. Hmm. But that's like twenty years later, nearly. That's true. And this, um, IndieWire. List of the best slasher movies um has a lot of early movies. If you like nineteen eighty, nineteen seventies. If they have on the list the, if they have this on the list, I do not I have all, I lost all credibility for them. They're indie wire. Um and impact then, and then in Yahoo oop. uh so so I've just searched for slasher movies, right? People also ask, da 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 da. One of the questions is, "Why do slasher movies turn me on?" Oh, Jesus! Yeah, your horror-induced horniness has a lot to do with your body's physiological response to fear," explains Dr. Holly Richmond. God, that's on our Patreon. No, that's impacted me. Ooh, um, I will give. I'm going to give it an, an impact of a... two and a half. I'm giving it a three. Okay. Yes. All right, because it did bring back a generation of slasher movies, even if it was only two franchises. It's getting half a point for a Simpsons episode. Although, could we give it impact because did it boost the career of the four leads? No. It didn't boost it. I think they Sarah Michelle Gellar seen. would still have been Sarah Michelle Gellar because of Buffy without. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. I think it boosted... it. It boosted the other three, it I reckon. It boosted Ryan Felipe's career. Yeah, and I reckon it boosted Freddie Prince Jr. He wouldn't have got Scooby-Doo if not for he this. He wouldn't have got Sarah Michelle Geller if not That's for this. That's true. Jennifer Love Hewitt could have gone a bit into obscurity after Party of Five if not for this. That's true. Two and a half? Was she? That can't be right. She was in Party of Five before this. Yeah. She was like 18 when this came out. Yeah, she played a kid. Oh, I thought they were all like adults that lived together. No, Party of Five is an American television teen, and that's the secret life of us you're thinking of. <laughs> or Five Bedrooms. No, I'm thinking of what I thought the show was without ever having watched it. There's a TikTok that does that. I. They don't do it well. I remember seeing the ads for it on Channel 10 when it was on, but never watched it. The series featured an ensemble cast led by Scott Wolfers Bailey, Matthew Fox as Charlie, Nev Campbell as Julia, and Lacey Shabet as Claudia Salinger, who with their baby brother Owen, constitute five siblings whom the series follows after the loss of their parents in a car accident. That's what I thought. They were like five people living together. No, they're five siblings who Scott Wolf needs to essentially raise. Why is it called party then? Because some parties are depressing. Jesus. Yeah. Wake? It should be called wake of five. Oh... Uh, notable co-stars included Scott Grimes, Paula Davik. Scott Grimes? Michael Gorgian, Jeremy London and Jennifer Love Hewitt She wasn't even one of the siblings mm. She looks more like she fits that family than Matthew Fox does Yeah Oh, she played Bailey Sensitive, often on girlfriend from high school Who struggles to find herself after she finds out that she was adopted Wait So she's got drama as well Her name is, first name Bailey, last name Sensitive yeah, no. Bailey is Scott Wolf. Jennifer Love Hewitt plays Bailey's sensitive girlfriend. Oh, fuck. All right. <laughs> I thought that Jennifer Love Hewitt played Bailey sensitive. No. Jennifer Love Hewitt as Sarah Reeves Merrin. Okay. Bailey's sensitive. Should no, I watch She's not a drag queen. Bailey sensitive. Bailey sensitive. God. We're on to rewatchability. I wrote, I'm going to be honest. I wrote <laughs> pretty low. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote pretty low. Okay. It's a slasher movie, which I don't care for. Yes. The acting's bad. It's not like you thrilling this, in any way. You picked this. I know. Meh. I probably would maybe watch it again, but I'm not going to watch You know, you'd have to have left it for a while. Even then, I'm going to be like, "Oh, I didn't like that." No, can we watch something else? I like horror movies. If I have a Saturday night home alone by myself, which sounds terrible, why? That's what I, that was... Yeah, <laughs> that's my life. Um, when I don't <laughs> see either you or mum, which apparently are the only two people in my life. Yeah, not I'll even watch your a husband. Ho- <laughs> I'll watch a horror movie. Yeah, I'll either I'll watch three things: Back to the Future. Hairspray or a horror movie. Okay. And I tr- started to watch this recently because as I was watching this this time, I was like, oh, I remember this. I remember this. And then about 20 minutes in, I'm like, oh, I don't remember this. And that's when I realized that I'd watched 20 minutes of it recently and oh, then switched right. it off. Okay. So that makes it a rewatchability of a one. <laughs> All right. One out of five, 20 minutes out of a two hour movie is the right percentage. Uh-huh. Rewatchability, I'm going to do a 0.5. I didn't like it, so I'm not going to actively re-watch it. No. But if somebody says, I'm bored, let's put something on in the background. Hey, I know what you did last summer. Actually, no, because I have to rent it. Yeah. Sorry, listeners. We've got to get better at picking movies that are free or on a streaming. Or that are good. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so I'm not going to watch it again. If somebody suggests it, I might have my arm twisted. What else are we going to talk about? I like that Max. Before we do the overall score, I like that Max is the loser, but he's not mm. pathetic. Like he's got some attitude and he has a go at Barry, and it's not yeah. just like, "Oh, Max, you loser!" And then he goes, "Oh," and slinks off into the corner. Yeah, to be he fights back a, a bit. Slayed on an ice heap. The only thing Freddie Prinze Jr. does well is frown. I've said that a few times in this episode. I had a problem with the end. Oh, me too. Not the Don't end, worry about that. The pre end. Not the jump out goes, of the shower end. Where she goes. That's fucking dumb. Yeah, yeah. Where she goes on the boat and then she goes through like a fucking labyrinth to try and get away from him. Oh, and she finds the bodies in the ice. She finds the bodies in the ice, which. I, uh, and then Freddie Prince Jr. is on some fishing net. And he climbs his way back Before on a fishing though, net. He's on the fastest dinghy in the world. Yeah, to catch up and then to that big boat. He catches up, and then he things, and then he does that face that he does. Frowns. And then he um, looks fucking stupid. And then he goes in this thing, and then he climbs on this boat, and then gets on the boat, and he's dry. And yep. then they ding, and then he perfectly times swing the hook and hitting the fucker in the face. Yep. Which doesn't break his face at all. No, maybe he hit it in the side of his face, and then this hit, and then, this guy's oh. been hit by a car and drowned and survived. And then don't worry about getting hit in the face. The elaborate way that he's got the hook thing, and then the rope. No, no, ties around the, his hand just happens to go up into the rope. Goes number up one into the rope. Then he gets taken off, and then the arm goes up in the thing, and the ropey bit. And then it chops his arm off cleanly. Clean. Then he then falls, but is caught. His legs are also caught in rope. Yeah. And then he hangs upside down, and then they pull. Then later on, they pull a fucking net out of the thing, and his hand is still grasping the hook into the net. Yep. His hand would not do. He would not still be closed. No. No, there's issues. My issue. It was just like. We have to get them out of this Yeah thing. There's only one way. My issue with the ending is that they they just like have no guilt anymore. Oh, they were just like, Oh well we didn't we didn't we didn't we kill, didn't him. kill anyone, fine. But you did just kill him. In self-defense. Yeah, but they had no guilt from the year before when they hit someone with a car. And then threw him into the water and left him there to yeah, die. Yeah, and then he w- they knew he wasn't dead, but still threw him in the water. Yeah, but then felt guilty for a year. But then, because he didn't actually die, all that guilt was gone? Is this but- he was a baddie now? No, but he was a baddie because you left him to drown. Oh, but maybe he was already a baddie. He killed David Egan. Did he? Maybe. Is that what happened? Yes, because the note <laughs> that Anne Hesch said was a suicide note was written in the same flawless, perfect handwriting. Oh, as the lipstick and almost the Almost like the production company printed it rather than someone wrote it. Mm. Was in the same handwriting given to David Egan because he blamed David Egan for his daughter Chrissy's death. Susie? Susie. Susie's death. Mm. So he pushed him off the cliff. Yeah. Anne Hesh convinced herself it was suicide of guilt, but it was really murder of guilt. Yes. And now because they've killed a murderer, they have no guilt and are happily going on with their lives. But they didn't kill him. Because he's in the shower. Because he's in the shower. So does that mean the guilt comes back? or I don't know. Should we watch the sequel? I just No. no. I just feel like it was just a bit like, I haven't slept in a year, oh, but now I'm fine. Now I'm on the Dean's well, list. Yeah, now I'm <laughs> on the Dean's list, and my boobs have grown. Yeah, because. The boobs look bigger in, she's at get, the end. She's getting sexy times. Also, I want movie quality towels. The way Jennifer Love Hewitt walks around in a towel, and the way Ryan Felipe walks around in a towel, if I did that, my towel always falls off. Maybe I don't have the boobs to hold it up. Maybe, maybe, because they like fucking tie it up. I don't know. I need movie quality. Not that I walk around in the towel a lot, but they're very good. Um, I read this. I found this little tidbit. Okay. Lois Duncan, Mm. who wrote a young adult novel that this was based off, right? She was vehemently opposed. I like the word vehemently. uh, To the novel being reworked into a slasher film stating she was appalled in one interview. This was due to the fact that her youngest daughter was murdered by an unknown assailant in 1989. Ooh-ah. Yeah. She said, as the mother of a murdered child, I don't find violent death something to squeal and giggle about. Well, I also don't think you meant to giggle at this movie. <laughs> yeah, that's sc- a scary movie. Her original book wasn't that far from a slasher. It's a bunch of guilty teenagers being stalked and terrorised by a murderous madman. It's just that nobody dies in her version. Yeah, I think her book is more of a suspense thing. Maybe they should have just made it that way instead. They changed the setting. Especially when you don't see anybody die. Yeah, there's no suspense in the movie at all. It was a bit more suspenseful, I think, the book from what I'd read and had more of a moral to it. Don't leave someone to die. All right. Moral, it's not, don't have premarital sex. Yeah. Yeah. Don't let your daughter get murdered. Um, that's all I've got to say about it. Yeah. I... Other than our Wednesday wisdom is if you're going to kill someone, make sure they're dead. Is that yeah? The yes, wisdom that we've got out of the film? My Wednesday wisdom would be don't waste your time watching the don't movie. Don't watch. Don't watch. I know what you did last summer. Overall, I'm going to give it... A one point five. I'm going to give it the same, actually, one and a half. I'm giving it okay. How Freddie is M- Prince Junior? How is M E K H I McKay? McKay Pfeiffer. We're we'll still open a tab on my. phone. Oh, McKay Pfeiffer. M E K H I McKay. McKay. Mc Mackay. Mackay. McKay. M C K A E K H I. Mc. M E K H I McKay. McKay. Pfeiffer. McKay Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer. No relation. No, because it's spelled differently, as is Mackay. Dr. Greg Pratt. Okay. Anyway, sorry, I interrupted good. you saying something about FPJ. He is terrible. Yep. Um, if this was the first thing I'd ever seen him in, I would be like, this guy's awful. Actually, I can't think of many things I've seen him in. But he also, if he didn't look Scooby-Doo. how he looked, if he didn't look how he looked, he wouldn't have a career. Oh, he's a very pretty man. Neither would Ryan Felipe. He Or act, Jennifer Love Hewitt. He can act. Like Brian Felipe is very good in Cruel Intentions. Is Freddie Prince Junior in that one that Fred Savage is in, or Joseph Gordon-Levitt is in? Oh, he's in. He she's the man. Freddie Prince Junior. Yeah, with what's her face, Nev Campbell. Is it? Is it Nev Campbell? Um, he is in. I know what you did last summer. I still know what you did. She's all. She's that. all that. Um. Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo Two, Monsters Unleashed. Oh, there you go. Uh, he's not been in much. Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, it looks like he's done a lot of voice work. Yeah, that's true. Um, Jack and Jill is versus the world. Sao Michelle Gellar is probably the best actor out of the four in this movie. Ryan Felipe has good moments. He was he, oh, when he was over the top, he was over the top. Oh, that's what I know him from. Relatively recently, Star Wars Rebels. Yeah, Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. Brian yeah. Felipe had good moments, uh, but yes, he had some over the top things. It's Jennifer not... Love Hewitt was a bit over the top as well mm. in the scary scaredness. It's not his daughter. Um, I one thing actually before we, I'm gonna do the final bit. Okay, your final thoughts. Link? She takes forever, and then rocks up to the hall and is like, "Why is this over? Why did we need that shot?" We didn't need that shot. Sarah Michelle Gellar is running for her life, away from Hookman, yeah. who you know ta- catches up to her by walking, and she runs into a fucking tires. Anyway, um, and then while that is happening, cut to Jennifer Love going into the hall, being like, "Where is everybody?" But also, she took her damn sweet time googling. I know internet's slow back in nineteen ninety seven. Well, she was on dial up, and her dad was watching porn. Yeah, so I was true. like, she had to wait, and somebody was on the phone. Somebody got on the phone. Yeah, Alta Vista is slower Buckle, than Ask Buckle. Jeeves. But she took forever. That was but my then dial-up. was surprised that the event had ended in the hall. Yeah. Then she got to the street and was surprised that the parade had ended. I'm like, yeah, you've been on the internet for four hours. What do you think they're just waiting for you to come back? And then. Yeah, and then she goes, Ray, I don't know, fucking hell. It was all a bit shit. One and a half. One and a half. So overall, yep. uh, the score for I Know What You Did Last Summer is a 37.5. Oh, that's better than I thought it would be. Yeah. And a 37.5, which is the Out of same... 100, though. Yes, yeah. not good. <laughs> which is the same as Gattaca. I think Gattaca's better than this. Can I change my score for Gattaca? Well, I think that this has more. The things we scored it high on are the endurance. True, Gattaca didn't have Coke or Pepsi in it either. Mm, the endurance in the house, yeah, and the cocktail. The cocktails. The three than the Gattaca cocktails. scores are uh, endurance. The highest score out of anything is four point two five for the cocktail for the that cocktail. I made. Yeah, I'll well take done. that. Um, the important things in the film. Yeah how good the cocktail is. We're going to take a break. I'm going to get another drink uh, and then we're going to do some reviews of this and I'm going to give you a trivia maybe on what is coming next. I can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) Two drinks in a Let's go. Some Google reviews. Have you got a good one to start with? I'll start with a five star. All right. Emily, this person, her and I don't agree on this movie. She's given a five stars. The best movie I've ever seen in my life Incorrect I, I find a lot of horror films to be a bit boring and low on context And don't focus on the characters much But not this one This movie was captivating and so intense The acting was amazing Especially Ryan Felipe and Sarah Michelle Gellar I'm not a big fan of Jennifer Love Hewitt But her acting was fairly good in this Freddie Prince Jr. has less scenes But he played his role great as well this film was so different from most slashes, and it actually held my interest. The plot twists and jump scares kept my heart racing. I found it depressing because, personally, I think the wrong characters were killed. But the movie was incredible. I seriously recommend it. I don't understand how anybody could think that. It has no context, and the acting is ordinary. I don't know how anybody could watch Ryan Felipe's performance and say it was great. I think you no, are oof. moonlighting as this person on a Google review. Oh, here we go. One star. Yep. My first exposure to I Know What You Did Last Summer was through Scary Movie. So the whole movie, I couldn't get that movie out of my head. For example, in the part where Sarah Miguel Geller's character picks up the bloody welly boot after running over the guy, I couldn't yes. help but say, oh, my God, they hit a boot. Yes. But where is the foot? <laughs> also, this is a point <laughs> I, I made. I forgot about the foot bit. <clears throat> Also, this has to be the cleanest killer in horror movie history. Mm. No blood. There's only one blood beat. You know where she? I'm going to give that a helpful. Elsa. Elsa. Yang. <laughs> yep. I'm going to give that one an unhelpful. There it go. 14 people. People found what's her face's review. Thank you for your feedback. 14 people. The like disturbing the panda said, <laughs> "Surprisingly decent. Many of the characters provide realistic, and believable... Surprisingly decent is not worthy of five stars. No. Surprisingly decent, many of the characters provide realistic and believable acting, which did stand out to me. The concept is pretty cool, but it's displayed even better when the main protagonist finds the message saying, I know what you did last summer, because not only it's creepy, but it also hits on a weak spot to her. Because we clearly see that it was hard for her to get over what she and her friends did, and she's been messed up ever since. Overall, a decent movie. Yeah, I know. See, the reason he sends the note saying "I know what you did last summer" is because he knows what they did last summer. Yeah, and because the name of the movie is <laughs> "What yeah. You Did Last Summer." And the reason that that's scary is because they did a bad thing last summer. Yeah. In case you missed that, in case they you did a bad. What, in thing case you, you missed what they actually did last summer, yeah. It's as if half the people making the movie thought it was supposed to be a comedy and the other half thought it was supposed to be a (laughs) B-movie horror film. I legitimately laughed during multiple points watching this. Good. I like that person. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Trivia? No, I got one more. Okay, got one more. It's not a very kid-friendly movie. Oh, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Trivia. Um i'll I'll do a fact first okay okay uh a court ruling ordered all copies of this film to be destroyed however well, several okay. prints of it survived and the film has come to be regarded as an influential masterpiece of cinema mm that's a fact okay it is a um where it says, an unauthorised and unofficial adaptation of Bram Stoker's 1897 novel, Dracula. Lee's at Nosferatu. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was released in 1922. I was who, just... was it, who was it directed by, Lee? <laughs> budget of $14.50. No, uh, oh, German. German, so it's Marx. Mm. But it doesn't say a budget. Is that why it was destroyed? Because of Nazis? Um. The Running Time. So it was released on the 4th of March, 1922. Yep. Uh, produced by Prana Film. They make really good chai, actually, Prana. <laughs> you're fucking idiot. That's true. If you're from Melbourne, you know that Prana chai oh. is a good chai. Um, if you're from Melbourne, you know that. Yeah. No matter what you do. Yeah. Um, running Time. Okay. Yeah. 63 to 94 minutes, depending on version and transfer speed. <laughs> <laughs> so when we watch this... What version are we going to get? I don't know. We're, we're going to see a big screen version. So we're yeah. going to see it at the Astor Theatre because they're doing it for um, Shocktober. Huh? So it's Nosferatu. I, and you know what? I'm a shocked of they're horror. showing it. <laughs> Nosferatu, a symphony of horror in German. Nosferatu, eine Symphonie des Grauens. Des Grauens? It's a silent German expressionist horror film. It's a silent movie? Yeah, it's a silent mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, as you said before, it was made... Before the invention, before of, the invention sound. of sound. Before the invention of sound. Oh, godly. So, I'm going to... Nosferatu. Okay, so th- I think the only way we can get a six degrees of separation... Is to go, like, that it was based off Dracula? Is if we allow Dracula. Okay. Because then you go, like, Gary Oldman. Yeah. So, instead of... We're, we're, not, we're not actually doing... I Know What You Did Last Summer to Nosferatu. We're doing it to the 90s version of Dracula. We're doing Gary (laughs) Oldman to I Know What You Did Last Summer. Okay. I know what you did last summer stars Brian Felipe. Yes. Who was in Cruel Intentions. Who was... With Reese Witherspoon. In Reese Witherspoon. Right. Who was in um, a Friends episode. Yes. And so was Gary Oldman. Not the same episode. But... I think we can do better. But... It's was Gary Oldman in, in Friends? Yeah, he was just in this thing. The episode where Monica and Chandler get married. And so Joey's the celebrant? On the, no, Joey's meant to be the celebrant. And he's in the set and he's doing a movie. And he's playing opposite Gary Oldman. Oh. Yeah. Someone got criticised online recently. Oh, no. Um, was it Kanye said Friends wasn't funny? And Courtney Cox had to go back at him? Oh, I don't know. Courtney because Cox. Because I think he says something in one of his songs about a joke from Friends. and she, she oh, made a, yeah. And she made a TikTok video back. Yeah. That had that song in the background. It's cheap. Nosferatu is based off the same material that is Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yes. Starring Gary Oldman. Yeah. That was in an episode of Friends. And Reese Willispoon was also in Friends episodes. Okay. That he, she was in cruel intentions with Brian Felipe, who's in I Know What You Did Last Summer. Mine is. Max Shrek is played by Christopher Walken. <laughs> Max Shrek is the director who has the same name. No, no. Max Shrek plays Nosferatu. Yeah. Who is played by Christopher Walken in Batman Returns? Yeah. Who has the same butler as George Clooney, who is in an episode of ER with Mackay Pfeiffer, who is in I still know what you I know what you did last summer. I still know what you did last summer is what it's called. Yeah. With Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah. Okay. Neither of those are good. Actually, Thanks for listening. Actually, if you were being technical, mm-hmm. Mackay Pfeiffer and George Clooney weren't in ER at the same time. Gar- Gary Oldman and Reese Witherspoon weren't either. But, but Jennifer. Gary Aniston, Oldman, okay. Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon could still do it. I think that's too many steps. Probably. You know, it's 30 years since Bram Stoker's Dracula with Gary Oldman. We could watch both of those next week and do a comparison Ooh. of a German silent film and Ooh. Winona Ryder... Keanu Reeves and Gary Oldman. Anthony Hopkins is in that too. Right. Not as Hitchcock. There you go. Thanks for listening to another episode of um, Two Drink Cinema Nosferatu You Can Watch on YouTube. Oh, okay. It's 100 years old, so it's not copyrighted. And also, it's not meant to be able to be watched anyway. Yeah, because of... I don't know why. I guess because we'll it was think. a ripoff. They didn't yeah. get the rights from Bram. Um, so watch that. We're going to watch it at the Astor um, on this week, and yes. we'll review that next week. Thank you, Brett. Thank you, Lee. <laughs> I'm trying to say it different. <laughs> Two drinks, cinema.